I won't compromise or settle I'm the one behind the wheel of my life I won't put on the gas pedal And I push it down to the middle Till I'm on a whole new level For personal growth, marketing, branding And spirituality Will help you turn your dreams to reality Whatever goals you got in mind Will help you reach them uncompromised Cause we are The Uncompromised Podcast With your host, Adam Wills so let's start the show. Welcome to another episode of Uncompromised. Guys, if you're watching the video right now, you're probably noticing that things look a little bit different than usual. And that's because today we're recording from the Commitment Summit in beautiful Costa Rica. And I wanted to bring you a really special guest today to the podcast uh, who I got to listen to this morning in one of our sessions. Uh, my guest today is Kimberly Holmes from Marriage Helper. And guys, we, we all know how important our marriages are uh, when we're focused on our businesses and entrepreneurship. But uh, unfortunately, sometimes that falls to the wayside. So today, I uh, wanted to talk a bit about marriage with you, Kimberly. It was uh, your session this morning was just so powerful mm. to me and it meant a lot um, as somebody who has gone through a lot of the ups and downs, uh, the emotional roller coaster of marriage yeah. um, and, and both in an entrepreneurial setting, but also, uh, as I was telling you before we started the interview in, in my former career in law enforcement, mm. both vocations are very difficult on marriages. Absolutely. And so um, marriage and, and maintaining that marriage is so important and I love your spiritual focus on it. Uh, and so I guess what I would like to, to ask you to do first, as I start with every episode with my guests, I always ask them, where do you stand uncompromised as an entrepreneur, as a mother, as a wife? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to be your first question. <laughs> You know, I, I stand uncompromised in the fact that I, I believe that first and foremost, for me, the most important relationship I have is, is the one with God and with Jesus, but my second most important relationship is the one that I have with my husband. And the reason for that is because it is from our marriage relationship that I know and I believe that we can then have a strong family. And I know that yeah. when our family is strong, that is when culture can be positively impacted. And so don't get me wrong, like, I love my kids and they are my world, but I have to elevate my husband to yeah. be like our marriage has to be strong yeah and when we when we fall short of that when we take our focus off of that that's when things typically tend to fall to the wayside yeah agreed I, I love to use analogies mm -hmm. and I, I I believe that our spiritual our faith in Christ right mm -hmm. our, our, our spiritual guidance is truly the foundation of everything mm -hmm. we do like you said that comes first absolutely but the marriage is like the framing that goes up on the foundation yeah. right because if you don't have good uh a good framing around a building then you can't put a roof on it you That's can't right. you can't put you, you don't even need to think about windows and doors because it's not gonna it's not gonna support itself That's right, right. That's and right. so uh, as business professionals and entrepreneurs if we don't have that strong relationship then it can't support anything else, right? right. And, and, and that mutual support we give each other as, as a spouse, 
uh, impacts every other area of our life. And, and I truly believe my wife is a big part of my success. Yeah. Uh, far more than what I've done to accomplish my own success. Her support yeah. is what has helped bring me to where I'm at. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you've ever heard the famous quote. I think it's attributed to Winston Churchill when someone asked his wife, what would you have done if you would have married someone else? And his yeah. wife said, well, they would be the prime minister. <laughs> you know, And <laughs> yeah. it was it was that yeah, thought of exactly. like, I, I'm part of this too. We are in this together. Yeah. And us, me supporting you as the wife, you supporting me as the husband, like that's what makes the whole thing yeah. work. It's a compounding oh, absolutely. Yeah, effect. Absolutely. It's the compounding effect. And yeah. like you heard me say this morning, there's this, this, this scientific theory called chaos theory. And I've heard it applied to relationships a lot in my space in the relationship research world, where it talks about how if a system is stable, it can handle more outside chaos thrown at it. It will yeah. continue to stay stable. But if the system is unstable, then it can't handle as much external chaos. And so for business owners, entrepreneurs, chaos is always being thrown yeah. our way. And if things are unstable in our marriage, unstable at home, then we cannot effectively run our businesses or handle the chaos thrown out at us because it's too much. We need that strong system, like you called it, the framing. We need that strong framing to be able to handle the winds that are going to come yeah. towards yeah. Yeah, otherwise you're weakened and, and, oh, for and sure. other forces can come mm -hmm. in and, and penetrate that. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you shared with us this morning, which I thought was really profound, uh, what you call the love path. Mm -hmm. And there's four parts to that love path. Uh, would you mind sharing those with, with my audience? Yeah, absolutely. So most people don't know that there's a process to falling in love, but there is. And if you follow the process, then you can fall in love. But if you stop following the process, then you can fall out of love even if you don't mean to. And there's four steps to this process. We call it the love path. And the first step is attraction. And mm -hmm. the stage of attraction is really all about four different areas of attraction. Most people tend to think of physical. And while physical is important, it's actually not the most important part of attraction. But physical is part of it. And physical is all about do I look the best and feel the best that I can for my age and situation in life. And then there's intellectual attraction, which is about can we, do we have enough in common and enough shared interests that we can talk about life together, that we share, share common language and enjoy talking to each other. And then there's emotional attraction, which is all about evoking positive emotions within someone else that they enjoy feeling. Yeah. And this one is actually the most crucial aspect of all of the four to attraction, because if I'm in a relationship with someone that I don't enjoy the way that I feel when I'm around them, I'm not gonna stay in that relationship or not want to stay in that sure. relationship for very long at all. And then there's spiritual attraction, which is about sharing the same set of beliefs and values or being with someone who you perceive to even be better at those beliefs and values than you. So someone you want to aspire to be more like. And so that's the first step of the love path. And attraction is what leads us to want to move closer to someone. And then that leads us to the second step, which is acceptance. And acceptance is all about caring and showing the other person that you care and accept them even if you don't agree with what they're doing or with what they've done in the past. And so we talk about acceptance in the way of all of us have things in our past we've done that we are 
ashamed of or we don't want other people to know. And we think if they only knew that about us, they wouldn't love us anymore. They would leave us. And so we build this wall up. And on the other side of it, we paint this picture of who we think they want us to be so that they won't leave us. They'll accept that person and, and won't leave that person. But the truth of the matter is, if I have a big wall up and you tell me that you love me, I can't believe you. Right. And even if I begin to share some of the bricks off of that wall with you, and if you then tell me you love me, I'm only gonna believe it as much as I've taken down those bricks. It's not until I'm able to take every single brick off my wall and understand that you are gonna be there for me and love me and accept me, even when you know all of the ugly things, all of the things I wouldn't want anyone to know. It's only then that I can fully feel loved and accepted. And so that's the second stage, it's acceptance. Which leads us to the third stage, which is attachment. And attachment is all about, will you be there for me when I need you? And it's not just about quantity, uh, quality time. It's not just about quality time, which is what we hear all of the time. You know, yeah, spend quality time, everything. Yeah. yeah, just make sure the time is great together. It's actually about quantity time. And that came from a longitudinal study of what makes strong families. The quantity of time that you spend as a family, as a spouse, makes a huge difference in how well you attach. And we want to, because at its core, it's this. We only want to attach to people who we trust are going to be there for us when we need them. And then that leads us to the last stage of the love path, which is aspirations. And that aspirational stage is one of the most fun stages of the love path. It's the most fun stage of the love path. And it can really take a marriage, a relationship to levels it's never been before because it's all about creating a shared meaning and a shared vision for your marriage, which most people don't have. No. I, and, and actually, that was one of the most profound things that you shared today mm. that I, I wrote down and I circled and I underlined and I highlighted yes. it in my yes. notes was this idea, just like we do as entrepreneurs and business owners, where we create a vision for our business, yeah. right? And we say, this is where I want to go this year, right? Yeah. This is what I want to accomplish in the next right. 12 months. That comes naturally to us as entrepreneurs, but we don't think about applying that to our marriages no. or, or any other relationship right. for that matter. That's right. And uh, I, it seems so simple. It's one of those mm -hmm. things that it seems so simple that it's obvious when you say it, but it wasn't obvious to That's me right. before. And so uh, I actually have this sense of excitement about this idea of creating a vision plan for my marriage, you know, with my wife. But I'm not really sure exactly where to start on that. Can you mm, give us some advice? Like, yeah. what, is, what is the starting point? Like, what yeah. do we, how do we sit down and begin to actually lay that out? Yeah. Well, there are some questions that you can use to begin to, okay. to, to assess this with yourself. So a question could be, what are the skill sets that, well, even before that, talk about what are the things that you both love? What are you both passionate about? Where yeah. can you find the shared and common interest in that? Yeah. Because that can help you begin to identify what are what is the impact that we want to make? What's the vision that we want to have for our marriage? And some couples, I mean, they make it really big. They make it, we want to start a nonprofit or yeah, something grandiose. Yeah, yeah, something grandiose. And that's great, but it doesn't have to be that. Because I think a lot of people hear that and stop and think we're not there yet, yeah. right? It doesn't have to be that. It could be in the next year, like, what do we, what do we want to accomplish? Do we want to really spend more time together as a family and have bonded more together? Yeah. Is it that we want to give back in our local community by going to a soup kitchen and volunteering? I mean, just find out whatever, and it could be, we want to go hiking, like we want to go hike sure. the AT, like just find where you can align on the common interests. And then from there, you can ask some questions like, well, what are, 
the skill sets that both of us have that can help us reach that goal? What are the things that each of us can have a part of to help us, to help us get there? In entre with entrepreneurs, this is one of the things I love entrepreneurs learning because it does make such a difference. A lot of times there's the one spouse who's working to make the business work yeah. and the spouse who's staying at home mm -hmm. begins to feel left out of the vision. Yeah. So I was talking with a man a couple of weeks ago and he was he was trying to grow his business, felt extremely frustrated that his wife was was he felt like she was holding him back. But what was really happening was his wife no longer th believed that anything that that business, the, the success of that business was not gonna have an impact on her. Oh. So how can you bring your spouse along? And this is where the vision comes in. When, when there's a vision like we want to, let's just say we wanna start a nonprofit. If it is a vision like that, then how does the business support that? Yeah. How does the business then allow us to just have the resources to make that happen? Yeah. And then the business is a tool. Yeah. It's not the end result because it's, it's not. Like the business yeah. in general, we, want, we do this to leave a legacy for our families. Yeah. What I love about that too is that it de-emphasizes, I shouldn't say de-emphasizes, uh, it places maybe an equal amount of significance and importance on what yes. we're doing individually yes, that absolutely. helps bring us together and impact absolutely. the relationship, not just what we do together, right? Right. That's an important That's right. component of our yes. vision plan, but yes. it also gives that, that proper credit to what we might be working on independently of each absolutely. other and how that comes together. Absolutely, absolutely. And to, I'm so glad you said that point because it's so true. We, it's also important for each person in a relationship to have their own dream and their own goal for their future that the other person is helping them accomplish personally. Yeah. But it's still key that there's something that's continuing to bring them back a together. A shared path, yes. a shared objective. Exactly, yeah. and when you can get all three of those things to align, then that's where the real gold can happen. And so this can be true for a stay-at-home mom. This can be true for a working mom, a working dad. Like, it doesn't matter the situation you're in. There is a way to use your skill sets, your giftedness, your abilities to work together to accomplish and achieve a greater mission yeah. that you use your marriage for. Yeah, yeah. And that's a big part of why God created marriage to yeah, be what it is, absolutely. right? Um, for us to accomplish those things together. Absolutely. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, I wanna circle back a little bit kind of to where we started. Uh, and I shared with you um, before we actually began the interview um, that prior to my entrepreneurial journey, I spent a career in law enforcement mm -hmm. and I was in leadership when mm -hmm. I was in law enforcement. And the, the sheriff and I, my boss, had decided, you know what, our our employees are the most important asset that we have, right? Yeah. Without them, we can't accomplish That's our right. mission, That's you know? Right. And and we started looking it around and, and trying to determine like, what, what is it that really impacts uh, how they perform mm -hmm. when they're on the job that we can help uh, uh, pour into, yes. right? In a proactive way. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of those things is is marriage yes uh, and unfortunately in the law enforcement industry I'll say and I think this extends into the entrepreneurial world in general which mm. is why I'm bringing it up now it's not looked at as a priority mm. to ensure that our employees have what they need in in order to have a quality marriage and to promote that marriage yeah. uh, in a healthy way 
Yeah. And so, you know, I shared with you, we, we used to bring in a, a professional similar to yourself that uh, would put on uh, workshops, you know, we'd come in and we'd have everybody together, our, our officers along yeah. with, with their spouses, and we'd, we'd do some training together, and then they would split off and we'd mm -hmm. have a spouse's session at night, and it was awesome, and the feedback we got from that was profound. And you shared a little bit on stage this morning your vision for seeing that sort of thing mm -hmm. uh, to be more common as well. Absolutely. So for those that are listening that are business owners themselves mm -hmm. and maybe haven't thought of this as being a key component of employee health and wellness in their own organization, what are some steps that they can take in order to start promoting marital health in yeah. the, within their organization? Yeah, that's a great question. And unfortunately, I believe we still live in a world where I, I think it's getting better, but getting any kind of help is sometimes seen as like, oh, well then we must not have yeah, a Yeah, it must marriage. be weak, right? Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know. And so there can still be a stigma when you host a marriage event or something, people yeah. are like, should we go, should we not? But doing it and offering it, and especially when you position it as, this is something we're doing because we care about you, we care yeah. about your family. And then finding a way to do it. So doing it, and I love what they did, and I think that's such a perfect example of just have a, it doesn't even have to be this huge event. It can be, hey, we're gonna do, if you're a virtual team, hey, we're gonna do a Zoom, we're gonna bring someone on to teach on on a specific part of communication in marriage. Like bring your bring your spouse on, we'll send you a $25 you know, DoorDash gift card. Just do something to make it fun, to make it engaging. And here's what's gonna happen. The team, just like you said, it was profound for those law enforcement officers. Yeah. I mean, most people, especially when they're in entry level type jobs like they don't they've never had someone care as that much about them right and sometimes they don't have the resources themselves to or even e the awareness to recognize the awareness. that that's something that's that right. they need to focus that's on. right and so you're setting a precedent as the leader that this is a value you care about you value their marriages and so simply by hosting something like that by by doing an event even if you just want to start smaller and even say we're just going to have a family day so my cousin last year he owns a construction company in uh, georgia and they just did a family day they brought in a bunch of you know barbecue and they brought in a bunch of what are those things that blow up like the bouncy houses and like yeah, water slides yeah. and it was just a day for the family a day for the kids and he poured into them and he and he did some fun stuff like that incorporate your employees families into how much you appreciate them and it will help them to realize that you actually care about them it will actually it actually not that we do it for this reason but it retains yeah. your team members and don't as overcomplicate well. it oh my gosh keep, don't overcomplicate just keep it simple yeah, absolutely like you said, keep you know, it, simple. it could be a yeah. zoom call or whatever yeah. maybe yeah just do but do something and yeah. and and then be consistent with it. That would be the next thing I would say. Yeah. So don't just think it's gonna be a one and done yeah. and it's gonna fix their marriages, you're not gonna have any more problems. No, try and, try and make it a quarterly event or a yearly event. Even if you just focus, like take Valentine's Day and just say every Valentine's Day, that's a great opportunity to do maybe a date night where we rent out maybe a movie theater and take oh, everyone yeah, cool. to dinner. Like you can, you can find some fun ways to do it and just pour into their marriages. And here's the other thing I would say, when you do have a team member whose marriage is struggling, which I hope you're figuring that out or at, like in your one-on-ones, I hope that you're understanding what's going on in their personal lives. Do something to show them that you care about it staying together because it, 
even if you end up paying for it as the as the employer to pay for them to go to counseling or to to a marriage workshop like ours because for several reasons i mean even if we just look at the financial for the the leader of the company uh anywhere from 25 to 30 percent of the person's salary is what is being wasted when they're going through a relationship crisis so if you're paying someone i could see that easily oh easily yeah. in time of absenteeism presenteeism as they say to where they're present but they're not mentally there like that i am telling you they are not there yeah. they are going through so much fear and confusion in their own lives that many people when they're in marriage crisis don't even remember to pick up their kids from school like they can't function well and so when you pour into them and show it and show them you care about them saving it about them fixing that relationship again not only is it what should be done for that person but they will be so loyal yeah to yeah you. yeah it creates a, a reciprocity you know? absolutely and, yeah. yes Awesome. Well, hey, as we wrap up, I'd like to ask you for one tip. Okay, what is yeah. what is one really powerful daily habit, mm -hmm. regardless of whether you're a husband or a wife? Like, what is one powerful daily habit that we can all begin to incorporate right away to help maintain a healthy relationship with our spouse? Fifteen minutes a day. Turn everything off: the mm. TV, the phone, whatever. Yeah. Sit down. And ask each other how your day was. Yeah. It, again, seems so simple, it right? It seems <laughs> so simple. But having that time, and you don't, I mean, I say 15 minutes, does it have to only be that? No. Like, clearly the sure. goal is you would talk more. Yeah. But so many people don't even do that. No. Be curious about your I'm spouse. Guilty. I know. I hear you. I have five kids. And that is a once, lot of kids. once they're in bed, it is like pull yeah. the plug time, right? That's right. And so, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's what you can start doing. Awesome. Well, why don't you let everybody know uh, if they're interested in connecting with you further or uh, just looking at your content, how yeah. can they connect with you? I appreciate that. You can find out more about Marriage Helper, marriagehelper.com. We have a pretty hefty YouTube channel with a lot of videos on there, depending on whatever you might be looking for to make your marriage better. You can find that on youtube.com slash marriagehelper. And then Instagram, you know all the things at marriage helper personally kimberly beam holmes but the bottom line of it is is we're committed going back to your first question the uncompromising belief we have at marriage helper is that nothing is unrecoverable and that marriage matters and that every marriage can be saved and if you're in a spot where we can help you we are committed to doing so awesome well thank you so much for being on the show thank you so much uh, for having me have you uh, yeah you're great it's fantastic i love talking to you <laughs> awesome and everybody uh thanks again for tuning in we'll put all the links uh that that kimberly mentioned so you can connect with her in the show notes and until next time as always be uncompromised mm -hmm.